It's just after 6 o'clock in the big city. It's time for America's favorite Las Vegas sports show, Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson. <laughs> yeah, what up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson is brought to you by Hannah Shea Boyle and Rappaputi. Trial lawyers that get results. Steiner's Pub, a true Nevada style pub. Preventative Diagnostic Center. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance. So get ready because Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. Now. That's right, Monday night, starting your week off right. I am your host for this evening, Jose Volonte. You are tuned in to SportsX Radio once again live here on 101.5 FM, K-Don, streaming locally in Las Vegas, and, of course, worldwide on the Odyssey app. We are coming to you live from PSPR Law Studios in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. we got a great show on tap for you guys tonight. If you do not want to listen but you want to watch, possibly, we are also streaming live on YouTube, on my personal YouTube page. Just go ahead and check us out. On sports, um, straight bet sports there on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. We are currently live. We got a great show tonight. We're going to have UNLV Lady Rebel head coach Lindy LaRock joining us midway through hour one. Lady Rebels on fire to start the season again and just got put back into the top 25 earlier today. It was announced. So we'll talk to her, see how the season has gone and what she has to tell us there. Lots more going on in the world of sports. Obviously, it's Monday, Championship Monday, College Football Monday, Washington taking on. Big Michigan right now. Michigan up 17-7. to 17-3, excuse me, with 2.13 left to go in the second quarter. Lots of game left there. I know Washington is down by 14, but they are currently driving on Michigan's 23. So we'll see what happens there. Mark Hope joining me in studio as well, doing what he does for us every single weekday here on SportsX Radio. And, of course, the host of the Mark Hope Show, the best in pro sports wrestling, every Sunday morning, 8 a.m., to 10 10 and a.m. to 10 a.m. You can find him. Whoa, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. I know. I'm over, I'm trying to give you a 24 hour show over here you for know, some I reason. Should. I don't know what's going on, but It'll we had fun. a fun time yesterday. For those of you that missed 8 a.m., 10 a.m. Sunday mornings here, KDON 101.5 FM, and of course streaming on all social media platforms. If you missed yesterday's show, I highly recommend you go back and check it out. Another thing you can check out too is if you missed any part of today's show, moving forward throughout the night, or even want to catch it tomorrow. Go ahead and download that Odyssey app. It's completely free. Click the rewind button. You can listen to any part of this show or any previous shows that you might have missed. Maybe it's me with Ken Thompson or Ken Thompson over here with our guy Mark Hoke or any of the amazing guests that we normally get here on SportsX Radio. Our guy Ken Thompson is taking the night off. He's watching the national championship game and joining. He hit me up last week and said, "Uh, Jose, the show's yours if you want to do it on Monday, but you're not going to be able to watch the game. I'm like, KT, I can watch it in the studio. It's okay. My team's not in it, so it doesn't really matter to me. I got some coin on it, and I told KT what it was. But, hey, hopefully Washington can come back because we're going to talk about that here shortly. But, again, remember, PSPR Law Studios here in Las Vegas. We are brought to you by Panache Boyle Rappaputi. The best in personal injury, over $5 billion for their clients and verdicts, have been claimed in settlements in the past five years. If you're in SoCal and you're a longtime follower of this of this company starting number five in Las Vegas 
There's strength on your side. The relentless pursuit of justice. Make sure you hit them up today. You got the 702-830-9353. Once again, 702-830-9353. Sorry if I missed that up there a little bit. But Mark, how are you doing this evening? Are you ready to roll tonight? I know it was a little bit crazy getting in here tonight, but we got the ball rolling. What's going on? Are you okay? Are you okay now, Jose? I'm good, man. It's Come just on, sometimes, man. you know, frustrations can kick in, but oh, the show must you, go on no gotta, matter what. You got to just take it down, man. Just got to take it down a notch. We got, yeah, we got to get this show started now. I thought I thought you were going to hang me up and just throw me out the studio a minute no, ago. No, just let's, let's, let's get this thing, get the party started. No, we got the party started, but let's go ahead and get it started. Started, started. Started, started. Ready? With today's starting five. Now, the starting five. Number one. Obviously, number one has to be the college football playoff, Mark. we got to start it off with that. Washington right now, like I said, taking on Michigan. Michigan up 17-3 with 131 left to go in the first half. Third and goal for Washington. Big test here. Washington's running back was hurt going into this game. Another one of their running backs got hurt early on in this game. Michigan has been just driving the ball down their throats to begin this. Got a little bit greedy there in the second quarter. Gave the ball back to Washington. Washington trying to get in here now, fourth quarter mark. And they are not. They're not going to get in. Looks like they're going to get another field goal unless they try to do something sneaky here and get in. But, Mark, when it's all said and done, man, what are we looking at here? Do you think Michigan is going to pull this off and run away with it? Or does Washington come back and make a game out of it? I don't know about running away with it, but it's looking like the size of Michigan is is giving them fits. We'll see, though. We'll see. This is going to be an interesting finish to the game, but yeah, Washington's going to go for this here. So, yeah, fun night. Fun night. Fun sure night. Washington's definitely going to go for it here on fourth and goal. We'll see if they can get it going, but let's go ahead and move on. Number two. So, number two, we got to stick to some football, and we'll stick to college football as well, and we'll keep it here locally. Oh, touchy, touchy, touchdown, by the way. All right, touchdown. Oh, wait, we got a flag on the play, oh, though, well, so we, we might have to come back here. We uh, shall see. But look, Mark. Yeah, Big news in college football, or at least big news here locally today. It was announced that Jaden Maeva, Mountain West Freshman of the Year yeah. for your UNLV Running Rebels, redshirt freshman to top it off, mm-hmm. is transferring and has committed to transfer to Georgia. Wow. Very interesting if you think about it because wow. you have a guy in Barry Odom, which came from the SEC, right? You see what he did with him. You see what the amazing season that he had as a freshman. And what a coincidence. He joins the transfer portal, and he's going to go back to an SEC school. Did, 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 did Coach have anything to do with that whatsoever in your eyes? Ah, I don't know about that. No SEC bias there on his end? Ah. To get a kid out of the Mountain West, make him succeed somewhere else? I Look, the, the, the non-Power 5 schools and the F, top FCS schools, unfortunately, until things change, are going to be feeder systems for the Power 5. It's just the way it's going to be, Jose. Until something changes, that's just how it's going to go. So get used to it. UNLV and a lot of the Mountain West schools, guess what, kids? You just became JUCOs. But it makes you it makes you wonder what's going to happen here at UNLV and what was that conversation? Why enter the transfer portal? You had such a great year. Possibility of being the starter, but I guess not. You got Doug Brumfield coming back. He's healthy again. I believe it's its final year, senior season. So it's going to be interesting. And then Barry, not this year, but next year, he's got his son coming in. So you're going to have a hell of a quarterback competition at UNLV in the next two years. So when it's all said and done, good move or bad move for Jaden? I say good move. He had a great year. But now you already hit that peak. What are you going to do with a bigger program, a bigger school, 
overall, it's yet to be seen. Number three. Number three, again, let's stick to some football. Arthur Smith of the Atlanta Falcons. Not only is he gone, bye-bye, see you later, which we all saw it coming. We all saw his firing. Today happened. It's Black Monday like they normally call it in the NFL. Coaches get fired. Coaches get separated. Coordinators even get fired, as the Jacksonville Jaguars did there as well. But going back to the Atlanta Falcons, Arthur Smith was upset yesterday because the New Orleans Saints ran up the score. You have a guy in Jamal Williams who led the league in touchdowns last year with 17. Had none at all this season. And his team decided, hey, coach wants us to kneel the ball here. We're on the one-yard line. That's not what we want. Let's give our guy a touchdown. Let's get him in the end zone. Jameis calls the audible. They get him in. They score the touchdown. Did he overreact? At the end of the day, that's what we're in this for, right, Mark? If you're playing sports, it's to score. It's to beat your opponent. Uh It's not to have pity. It's not to have sorrow and say, oh, my God, we're kicking your ass too hard. We got to slow down. They got beat, and he's got to get it over with. And now he's fired, so he's got nobody else to complain to. Bad, very low-class play. I'm sorry as a coach. No, you you don't do that. I mean, it's not... And, you know, it's not the coaching staff's fault. It's Jameis Winston and the guys for doing that. They should have known better. You know, and I, I I, get the circumstance and I get you want Jamal to score a touchdown. But come on, you had to know that was going to start a problem. You really did. And, yeah, yeah I, I, overall, I don't like the move. Do I understand what they were doing? Yeah, but, yeah, just, yeah not a, no, no. I, I. I look at it this way, Mark. I'm okay I, I with them running up the score. I'm okay with it. And I'm okay with what Jameis did. Now, I know the coach called the play, but the team got together and said, let's do something for our guy. They respect Jamal Williams. They're, they're a team. At the end of the day, they did what was right in their eyes for the team. Someone's going to get in trouble, though. Let's be real. I still got an answer to the GM and the owner, and I guarantee you they're going to get called on the carpet. If you're DA, you're speaking to them. If you're Dennis Allen, you're going to talk to this team oh, definitely I, for sure. But I'm okay yeah, with it. Now, whatever. As, whatever. A, as a coach, it you know, had I not gotten fired, I'd have been all over those guys, that's for sure. There we go. Number four. Number four, let's move into some Major League Baseball. Ooh. Dominican Republic, Santo Domingo, Wander Franco, Tampa Bay Rays shortstop, was released on Monday from a jail in the Dominican Republic amid an ongoing investigation into allegations he had a relationship with a 14-year-old girl. Franco paid $2 million to the, in Dominican pesos, which is $34,000, as a type of deposit required by a judge on Friday ordered his conditional release. While Franco is free to leave the Dominican Republic, he was ordered to appear monthly before authorities as the investigation continues. Is this the last that we've seen of Wander in the MLB? Or do you think that they're going to find a way to clear this up? He's going to clear his name. And we'll see him playing again. I don't know. You gotta. Well, number one, it's not cool. But you gotta remember who's running MLB right now. Yeah. This is this is a group of guys that, for example, moved an All Star game for a supposed law that actually expanded voting rights. But because a couple people like an idiot like Stacey Abrams whined and complained, oh, it's respecting voting rights. Oh, we gotta move the All Star game, and it turned out to do the exact opposite. These guys, and, you know, and Trevor Bauer's guy that got screwed over too. Trevor now, Bauer, yeah. now in this case, this is actually legit. Probably, alleged, 
but it, this doesn't sound good. So, you know, Wander, yeah, he's going to be uh, wandering in the woods for a while. I don't think we're going to see him for a long time. So, yeah. Here's one thing that throws a wrench in it. I didn't even know about that. The girl, the girl that was involved in this with Wander Frankel, the girl's 35-year-old mother, also is charged in the case oh, and no. was ordered, held under house arrest. Oh, the man. AP is not naming the woman in order to preserve her daughter's privacy. Here's the thing. When you're a superstar in any league whatsoever, be smart. And here's the thing. I will say this. Sometimes you got to say, hey, tell the judge, tell her to wear what she was wearing the night that I met her. Sometimes some of these girls know what they're doing. I'm not throwing the blame on the female. I'm just saying, if you're a superstar athlete, keep yourself away from these situations. Unless you're a pedophile and that's what you like, then, hey, you're you're messed up in the head. God, what if it was one of the... Sorry, you could get into the speculations about arranged situations. Oh, yeah. There oh, was accusations knows? of money laundering and things oh, that he covered Lord. stuff up. So let's just move away from yeah, that. I'm tired of talking. Please, yeah, agreed. Number five. And number five, I'm going to stick to close to home here. If you saw the game yesterday, the Raiders finished off the season 8-9, defeating the Denver Broncos at home at Allegiant Stadium. Now, at the end of the game, there was a chant that came from the crowd. Mm-hmm. And you can hear, AP, 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 towards the end of the game, after the game. Basically, the crowd showing its support for Antonio Pierce. Now, Antonio Pierce finishes the season 5-4 and four as interim head coach. Not bad. Above 500. Lost a couple games there that were head scratchers, especially the game at home to the Minnesota Vikings where you couldn't score any points whatsoever. Here's what I'll say about the situation, and we'll probably talk about it a little bit towards the end of the show as well, a little more in depth. But I think you got to give Antonio Pierce this job. You got to give him the shot. Everyone is saying bring in Harbaugh, bring in Harbaugh. Let, let's stop with the bring in Harbaugh. Harbaugh's not coming to Vegas. If anything, Harbaugh is going to LA with the Chargers. He's made it known. He stated it clearly. He stated it clearly that he believes Justin Herbert is the greatest young quarterback in the NFL. So you're telling me he's going to go to a Raiders team that has no quarterback, to a Raiders team with all due respect that right now has no identity? I think you keep Antonio Pierce. The fans love him. The players love him. When you have guys like Mason Crosby, or Max Crosby, excuse me, and Devontae Adams backing you up, your best defensive player and your best offensive player, that's a good look. But also, you got to be careful when you're treading through these waters, Mark. Because what happens if they do hire him because of what the players want? And then it doesn't work out in the next year or two. If you're Mark Davis, you get put in a whole nother situation that you don't want to be. But call me crazy, Mark. I think if the Raiders are smart, you keep Antonio Pierce. He was an interim coach learning on the grow, and I think he'll be good. I do not go the Jim Harbaugh route, and I know it's crazy, but hey, that's all I'm saying. Do you know why I'm laughing? No, but you're going to tell me. Because you said something funny there. What? You said, if the Raiders are smart. Why why you gotta be why you gotta be so negative on the Raiders? You know the Raider fans are gonna hate you right now, right? You're gonna get us blocked from everything that has to do with the Raiders. Come on now, what are you doing? The Raiders haven't made a good decision for It's been a while. Let's let's be honest. It's been a while. The Raiders haven't made a good decision in a while. I generally agree that they should give him a chance. They should. Look, the guys love him. He they they played hard. And that's and look as a head coach, you're 
your biggest thing is can you motivate your guys? But at the but on the other side, and he's untested as a guy making decisions, and he's even yeah he's kind of admitted it. Look, I'm not an X's and O's guy. Yeah. So, you know, do you is is that what when it look if. Picture this. You're in a, a playoff situation taking on Andy Reid. You're trying to win the division. Yeah, yeah, they, they beat him a couple weeks ago, sure. But picture yourself playing for the AFC Championship, taking on Andy. Who would you rather have on that sideline? All things even. Right now? Answer me that question. Who's if you were if your two teams are even and you have Antonio Pierce taking on Andy Reid. And I'm going to kill the music because we're wrapping up starting five. Who's who is your guy? Andy Reid, of course. Right. So, you got to remember that Antonio who's gonna, Pierce now. Beat who's going to Andy Reid? I understand that. I understand that. Can't but you, that all, but you also <laughs> to uh, kind of throw in there. You know, the guys were pretty hyped up. You know, there's a some extenuating circumstances. But if but if you are putting them on an even playing field, you're going to take Andy Reid. Do you think if you have Jim Harbaugh there, do you have a better chance to win that game? No. Are you sure about that? I'm sure about that. Okay. You're going to call me crazy. And people are going to call me crazy because okay. you, you got to understand, Mark, it's not just about X's and O's. And, it's dude, about being a locker room I coach sports for 20 it, years. It, it's I about do people well like you. That. If you've heard and read a lot about Harbaugh, he's a difficult guy to be around. He's not an easy coach to be coached by. All I'm saying is, and I'm and I'm not saying Harbaugh is the guy either, but what I'm saying is I'm not you can't blame him if they're blame Davis if he does a full search. Oh no, no, I'm not saying he now, shouldn't do a full and, search. And look, I think the fans are gonna be happy if the fan the fans will be happy, but is it your job as the owner to Make a decision based on what the fans say. No, but you also no. got to listen to your organization and your team, and and that is a factor as well. And if you but, go but to what Jim if, Harbaugh, but, but what if your team's wrong? I, and that's what I'm saying. You have to bite that bullet and you have to take that chance. And if and what I'm trying to get to when it comes to Harbaugh, I'm not saying he's whoa, not a great whoa, coach. Whoa, whoa, wait a second. Wait Hold a on. second. I'm not oh, saying he's not a great coach. What? What? What did I say now? You you have to you as an owner have to listen to your players. No, you don't. Um, depend on the situation. Uh, right. It if you want to listen to his players the last time around and kept Rich Passaccia, will we be in this situation? Do you Do you know that for sure? I don't, but I, I guarantee you we, we were looking like we were going on the right track because we made the playoffs with a guy that had never been a head coach in his life and was a special teams coach. And with all the turmoil that happened, the players got behind him, and he found a way to rally this team and win. The players wanted him. Mark didn't. Saw the name, went after it. Now, and what I'm trying to get to when it comes to Jim Harbaugh why do you think he's not in San Francisco anymore? He's power hungry. He had issues with the GM. He wanted to run everything. He wanted control. Mark Davis is not going to give anyone full control of anything. Jim Harbaugh wants not only head coaching, but general manager type of stuff. Now, do you, do you want to know what I would do? I wouldn't give it to him if I'm the Raiders. Do, do, do you know what I would do in this situation? What would you do? I'd hire Antonio Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> now you, I now, would. Now you see you're telling me you would hire No, Antonio I would, Pierce. but I'm just saying... You, you gotta you gotta take some time and think about this. It's, it's, yeah, I'm not saying it's, overnight. It's, get it everybody, done. everybody's very emotional about this. 
I mean, this, you know, look, McDaniel's a guy that, yeah, everybody just seemed to be not, well, not like him very much, shall we say. And, and Pierce is a, is a, a, appears to be a great motivator. The guys love him. Terrific. But, you know, there's a lot of coaches out there that guys might love that, you know, could be a better, a better fit. So you got to, you know, just, I, I, I would lean towards just, playing it safe and go with them, but you don't know. Just take everybody, just hold your horses and make sure it's the right call. Time to chill out. Lots going on we Monday. Break, by the way. We got to take a break. The game is at halftime. A lot of, lot, of, lot of stuff coming up, but look, right after this break, we're going to have UNLV lady, Rebel head coach, Lindy LaRock, joining us on the line. I've interviewed Lindy multiple times. She's amazing. Can't wait to have her on the line and see what she has to say. Once again, Jose Volonte sitting in for Ken Thompson with producer Mark Coke. You're tuned into SportsX Radio 101.5 FMK Don. We'll be right back. We are back, SportsX Radio. I'm your host, Jose Volante, for this evening, sitting in for Ken Thompson, 101.5 FMK Don, streaming worldwide on that Odyssey app. Producer Mark Hoke behind the big board doing what he does for us every single week here on SportsX Radio. Thank you for joining us tonight. If you're joined in on the Twitter, the YouTube, the Facebook, we greatly appreciate you. If you're listening to us on the radio as well, thank you so much. We greatly appreciate you for your time. Good first little half hour there. We're going to have another great second half hour here of the first hour of the show. But before we get our guests on the screen, let me go ahead and do a little bit of an introduction here. Our UNLV Lady Rebels, if you guys have not been following them for the last couple years, they've been stepping up. Not only have they been stepping up, but they've been stepping up into the top 25. Twice this year now, they've been ranked in the top 25. Most recently, today, jumped back into the top 25 of the national rankings there. The Lady Rebels have won, have an overall record of 12-1 and right now in the Mountain West with a with a 2-0 record in the Mountain West, excuse me, their third season under head coach leaning the Rock. Now, they've won 26 straight games over conference foes, including the most recent victory this past Saturday, an 83-78 victory over Colorado State on Saturday night. Now, if you guys haven't already followed this team or you're not already following this team, then trust me, you are missing out. They are an exciting team to watch on the court, do a lot of amazing things off the court as well. Great student athletes that Lindy has been working with for a few years now. She's been through the COVID stuff. Now we're back to normal and playing in the gym, having fun, no restrictions. I've spoken to Lindy numerous times. She's amazing to have on the show. She's amazing to talk to. Always gives the media the time of the day, so we greatly appreciate her. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get her on the screen here and get her on the show. She is none other than Lindy LaRock, UNLV Lady Rebels head coach. Lindy, greatly appreciate you for a few moments of your time. Not sure if you're a football fan and you're watching the game and I'm taking you away from it, but good thing it's halftime. How are you doing out there tonight? I know I didn't I didn't plan it on intentionally to be halftime, but I, I, I'm not complaining. So it's great to see you, Jose. Thanks, thanks for having me on. Definitely, definitely. So, Lindy, let's jump right into it, man. You guys only have one loss on the season, second time this year in the top 25. Second year in a row you've been in the top 25. How's the team feeling about this so far this early in the season? Um, you know, we're excited. Um, I think we, we still feel like it's early, to be honest. Uh, only two conference games kind of under our belt. Obviously, it's great to be 2-0, but I think we, we still think there's a long road ahead it, because there is. You know, we're not even quite ha- at the halfway point. Um, so, you know, it was great to kind of get back in the rankings this week, but 
um, if anything, that, that kind of, you know, that gives us a bigger target and, and we've got more things to prove. How do you keep your ladies focused? Because obviously being ranked is something that a lot of people get excited about, especially being UNLV, because for some reason people don't want to give you guys the recognition that you deserve at times. But how do you keep your team grounded and make sure that they stay focused on the task at hand? Well, I think the nice thing is, you know, especially here happening for the second time in, in, in this season, um, you know, we've had it before. You know, we were ranked earlier in the year, and then that was also the week that we lost. You know, so even today, I kind of challenged the team of like, do you remember the last time we were ranked? Well, how do we come out and play? You know, so, um, you know, it, again, it, it's great recognition. Um, but for me and, and our team, uh, you know, obviously, we still have a, a lot to prove. And if anything, like, like I said, it, it kind of makes us have to be more disciplined, more diligent with our preparation um, and come ready to play because now we know for sure we're getting everyone's A game. And you mentioned that one loss, the one blemish under your belt, the loss to Seton Hall. What did you ladies learn from that game? What did you take away from it most of all? Yeah, well, you know, obviously I look back and, yes, it's a loss, but I think it's just a big learning opportunity for us. And I think we have. And and frankly, I think we've, we've carried it with us um, as we need to, to, like, remind ourselves of how we played or – how how we didn't play and and how we want to continue to prevent that feeling after the game. Um, you know, obviously it doesn't feel good to lose in the moment, um, but hindsight, you know, it's a non-conference game. It doesn't hurt us really. You know, we were on the road. We faced a lot of adversity. Um, a team that played very very well that game, uh, and again, a good reminder of like we're we're going to get everyone's A game, so we have to bring it. Lindy LaRock, UNLV Lady Rebels head coach, joining us live here on SportsX Radio. Lindy, from year one to now, how much have you? would you say that you've grown, not only as a coach, but as a mentor and individual to these players? I mean, tremendously. You know, I think each year, um, every, every team is different. So then in turn, I think it challenges me as the coach and the leader of the program to learn and grow and adjust. And so... You know, I, I think back again, like you said, that COVID season and year when we were, you know, when we first met and talked, you know, how far we've come. And obviously a lot has happened to me personally, you know, since then I've had a baby. Mm -hmm. I think that that changes me and just me being a coach, um, you know, so I think it's maybe too many ways to count, to be honest. Um, I feel myself growing daily, even with this group, because they're different than last year and, and, you know, past teams. So we know the big names on the team. And then you had, uh, uh, I believe, Alyssa Brown um, was named the Mountain West Player of the Week. Aside from the big names that you have on, on the team, obviously, the, the, the big hitters, as I like to call it. What are some of the players that you feel don't get enough recognition so far in this season that you think should be looked at a little more moving forward for the rest of the season? Well, I think it was great to see Alyssa Brown get player of the week because she is kind of a little bit of one of our unsung heroes. You know, she does the dirty work. She had 17 rebounds, 14 points in our Colorado State game. But, you know, she, she does that for us a lot. She kind of does the dirty work. She gets the rebounds. She makes the hustle plays. Um, and and, it, and it, in a lot of ways, is like part of our glue. So uh, it was great to see her get the, that recognition because it's very well-deserved. But um, you know, we, we have so many great players on our team. It just it depends on the game, you know, and and who who can step up. You know, even last game, Amarachi Kempson, the freshman, having her career high, you know, tied the team in, 
leading with scoring, having 16 points. And, you know, she's still getting better every single game. You know, you can see the future of Lady Rebel basketball when she's on the court because she is going to be really good. Um, but, you know, and then we have players like, you know, Ashley Scoggin and Alyssa Durazo Frescas who, you know, are great three-point shooters. And some games it's about them making shots. And then some games it's about them spreading the floor so Desi can do her work and our post players can do their work. So, you know, you give me the, the opportunity. I could talk pretty well about all of them. I, I love them all. There is one player in particular that I wanted to talk about, and it's Kiara Jackson. Can you talk yeah. about her growth, third year, what she's done from when she started to now, playing a lot more, controlling that offense? How have you seen her game develop in this three-year span? Well, it's funny. Playing the Colorado State game, I actually watched clips of our game when she was a freshman you know, because they didn't really guard her. And, and so I was watching the clips. I'm like, she doesn't even look the same. You know, she's, you know, she's kind of slight of frame already, but, you know, you, you wouldn't know that she's put on 10 or 20 pounds since she's been here. Um, but just like, I mean, like you said, her growth from year to year, last year to this year, you know, taking the reins as the starting point guard and being the four general and just organizing the court. I mean, that just, that requires so much growth and she stepped up to it. And she's continuing to get, you know, even better every game. She's very steady. She's kind of calm, cool, and collected. You know, some of our team call her like a silent assassin at times. She's not going to be loud in your face like yeah. Desi might, but um, she's a killer. And, again, you brought up Desi. I wanted to talk about her. That That's your heavy hitter, your senior, yeah. you know, the one that's been doing everything. If we're looking at her stats, she's grown as well every single year, not backtracked whatsoever, gotten better and better and better. Would you say we got to put the WNBA on notice or some of these European leagues that you got a star coming in after this season? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, like you said, Desi's our big dog and and she's our our, our anchor. Uh, we play through her and and she knows that and she's accepted kind of that ownership and responsibility for our team. Um, you know, the, the pro scouts, uh, you know, agents, all, all different kinds of things have already you know, been in contact. I, I think people definitely, you know, know she's on the radar and, and she's, you know, a force to be reckoned with and, and make sure they have notice for, for her future. Cause um, you know, she's a pro player and, you know, I think she's excited to do that. So when it comes to everyone that is in your conference right now, is there any one particular team that you look at and go, they're going to give us some trouble? Yeah, well, I mean, Colorado State, you know, it, it kind of got a little bit maybe overshadowed just because it was so early. But to play at their place, um, you know, McKenna Hofschild, she's she's a dynamic little guard, um, you know, so that was a huge win, a, a really huge win. I, I'm not sure people kind of recognize that they're, you know, second in the net behind us. Um, but other than them, you know, obviously our conference is getting better and better. You know, we fear none and respect all. Um, but we played Wyoming in the championship game last year, the tournament. They have just about everyone back. Um, they're very well coached. And so, and just going to play at their place is always tough, you know, so I, I know games with them are going to be a battle as well as Colorado State for sure. So, Lindy, with success, obviously comes the chatter, comes the conversation. You probably haven't heard it, or if you have, I don't know, maybe you just shrug it away. But a lot of the conversation that I've had with numerous people when it comes to sports talk and especially the Lady Rebels is how much longer will Lindy be here? 
And I'm pretty sure you've heard that. And, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's normal, right? When, when you have success, and we're even hearing it with, John Hart, with Jim Harbaugh right now. He's going to come to the NFL. He's going to leave Michigan. Are you getting any phone calls? Can you tell me? And if not, is your mind completely just set here? Or is this one of those jobs where if something bigger comes coming, maybe your alma mater, could we be seeing Lindy go somewhere else? Don't want to put you on the spot there, but you know. no, no. I mean, like you said, um, you're not the first person to ask. You're not going to be the last. Um, and frankly, it's all positive, right? You know, like you said, it's because good things are happening. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's better than the the alternative, right? Of like being on the hot seat. Like you don't want that, you know. Um, so you know, I, I think the best way I approach it is uh, right now. I'm I'm right here where my feet are. Um, Las Vegas is my home. Um, I was born and raised here. There's more than just UNLV that that's keeping me here, frankly. Um, and, and personally, um, and, and I'm just as focused on my personal goals as I am my professional goals. Um, and that's just the flat out truth. You know, I, I have a young family. We want to grow our family. Um, those things are really important to me and UNLV treats me well, you know? Um, and you know, I'm really grateful for that. And, you know, I don't I don't think the grass is always greener, to be honest. So um, I'm happy to be here and I plan on being here. Lindy, Mark has a question for you as well. Yeah, Lindy, okay. given what has happened with the Pac-12 dissolving and Washington State, Oregon State have gone to the WCC for basketball and, uh, you know, obviously you know, have made their move with the football teams to the Mountain West and everything going so crazy with college football, but it's obviously affecting all the other conferences across the country. And, you know, I have some connections up in North Dakota state where I went in South Dakota state. There's a lot of chatter going on with everybody getting moved around. Are you hearing anything with what could be going on with the mountain West? Is there any concern that you have that, you know, UNLV is going to get bounced around and are you worried about what's going to be happening with UNLV you know, we just saw Jordan Maeve is going to be leaving the school. You know, are you worried about things happening with UNLV that you guys are, you know, people are going to start raiding your school because, you know, you're a Mountain West team. I mean, how are you feeling about all this? Yeah, you know, I, I try not to. Obviously, it's like my job, so I got to try to stay in the know <laughs> a little bit. Um, but I'm not really privy to any other information than you are, frankly. Um but clearly there is um, a lot of instability in college athletics in general right now. Um, And, you know, kind of going back to Jose's question of like, it's more reason a little bit for me to stay where I am because, you know, it doesn't mean the next spot will be that spot or be what you think it is. You know, they could change conference, all all the different things. So, you know, I, I think UNLV were positioned in a really great spot. Obviously we have a tremendous market in Las Vegas, um, in our sports community. So I think we have a lot working for us. You know, if you're thinking about, oh, are we going to get left behind or, or different things? You know, I, I don't worry about that. I like where we're at. Um, I, I agree that change isn't over. You know, I just, I think more change is coming, um, you know, just in, in college athletics and the conferences and, and all of that. Um, so it's just like, you know, I'm kind of like you, like we're holding our breath and see where we go and see where the wind blows us maybe a little bit, but, um, you know, I think it doesn't change my day-to-day job. So I don't worry about that on the daily. Um, but when you, you know, after the season or big picture or whatever it might be, 
Um, you know, those are all different, different things. I mean, I have as many questions as you do. I'm like, well, what's going on, you know? Um, so, but I, I've got, you know, games to prepare for. So I, it, it, that's a little bit on my back burner right now. I can see by the look on your face and we're, you're on the live stream here too, that it, <laughs> it is making you squirm just even thinking about it. I mean, I, I can't, I can't imagine what it's like being a college coach right now, having to worry about NILs and, you know, all these conferences and everybody moving around. I mean, it's, it, it does have to drive you nuts. Well, there is definitely like a million things out there that you can be worried about and can be distracting to doing your daily job. Um, cause they're all part of it. Um, but you know, it's just, you, you have to kind of come back to, you can only control what you can. So right now I can control how I prepare for the games, how we, how we practice, how, how, you know, we want to go out there and play. And, and so that that's, yeah, it, it, it's pretty crazy right now. So Lindy, I do have one question for you and this comes from Facebook. So I do want to give the, you know, the people listening followers out there a little chance to give out a question. So you probably know her, Daniela Comey, Ms. Ball and D. I think you've been on her show before. She wants to know and if you have an update on Aliza Durazo Fresca's injury. Yeah. Um, she, she's great. She practiced today, you know, uh, a couple of games ago, she just had like a freak sprained ankle. Um, you know, no one even touched her. She was like just walking down the court basically. Um, so luckily we, we had the bye bye week last week. So she got some extra rest and she played a little bit in the Colorado state game. She's not, wasn't quite a hundred percent, but, um, she practiced today, looked great and, and she's getting, getting back to, you know, near a hundred percent. So we're excited to have her full back. UNLV Lady Rebels head coach Lindy LaRock joins us here live. Thank you so much for your time, Lindy. Hopefully the family is doing well, the young, fresh family there. I know you're trying to grow it. Blessings to you and your whole family. But final thought for you, what do you say to all those fans that still have not came out to watch you ladies play? Well, I'm a little bit like you, Jose. Like, you're missing out, you know? Um, It's just... Uh, the community has been huge. And I think the the people that haven't heard or seen us are probably hopefully the far and few in between now. Um, And we've we've gotten a lot of um, support from our community. Our crowds have been great, Uh, but we're, you know, we're from Vegas and we're a little greedy, so we can always want more. And, you know, so to come out and see us play, our next game is Wednesday at 6.30 in the Cox Pavilion. You know, tickets are are cheap. Basically, kids get in free. Mm -hmm. So, um, and we have a great team. I mean, we're averaging 82 points a game right now, um, and 90, 95, 94 points in conference play. So it's high scoring. It's fun basketball. Um, you have a chance to interact with our team and, you know, and get really invested. So uh, we love all the support and, and we'd love to uh, keep it rising. Lindy LaRock, thank you so much for joining us, Lindy. I hope you have a great night. Enjoy the rest of the game and continued success the rest of the season. I haven't been to a game, but I'll be I'll be out there this year. I promise I've been busy. Appreciate I you. know you are. I know. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Appreciate right, Lindy, it. Have a great night. It. Take care. Lindy Larag, UNLV Lady Rebels head coach, joining us here on SportsX Radio. Good stuff there from Lindy. Again, if you guys haven't checked them out, go check them out now. Jose V, uh, Mark Hoke, SportsX Radio. We got to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. Let's do it. Jose V, producer Mark Coke, having some fun up here I'm in not the studio. It 101.5 FM. <laughs> he's gonna he's turning up over there in the booth, man. Now I'm, I'm leaving it up. 
I'm leaving it up. There you go. Leave it up. If you guys are watching on the live stream, you can see him getting down in the studio, getting jiggy with it just a little bit. Oh, no. We're not getting jiggy with it. <laughs> not yet, at no, least. It's Tone Loke, man. <laughs> Jose V, producer Mark Coke, you're tuned into SportsX Radio Live here on 101.5 FM. K-Don, and of course, streaming worldwide on the Odyssey app. What's up, Mark? Do you know what I remember Tone Loke most for, other than his voice? This great music. What up? Do Did he you, have a cartoon? Do you remember Ace Ventura, Pet Detective? Oh, yeah. You remember he was in it, right? Oh, yes. Do you remember what happened when he found out that Einhorn was a man? No, I forgot. Do you, when, when he found out and they were, they were all there at, in the marina and he took his hand and he, his hands and just scraped his tongue. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yes, I remember. <laughs> After the kiss. One of the funniest things I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> Oh good old Tom Oak. Oh my God, Mark! We should just—I should talk to Ken. And just get him on the show just for that. Just try to get Tom Oak on. Especially the show. if Miami gets to the Super Bowl. Miami. Just saying. Just so you know, we got a lot of NFL football to talk about. And we do. We haven't one. talked about and, what happened and, yesterday. And, and, and you're not going to be happy because oh. I have a lot to talk about with you. Oh boy! Because you guys are in a lot of trouble. We are. I mean, I don't care what AJ Brown says in that locker room. I don't care how much he kisses Nick Sirianni's ass. You guys whoa. are in deep. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't say that on the air. No, you can. But I just, whoa. I, I, I think you guys are in deep trouble right now. I really do. I will beat Tampa, like nine to six. Will you though? Yeah, it'll ruin my dream I mean, Super Bowl. Who did you guys just lose to? Los Gigantes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Mark. It's gonna be. He, like, did, by the way, by the way, didn't uh, didn't Philadelphia run a quarterback? Out of the city for turning the ball over a lot and you know not leading the team properly. You talking about Carson Wentz? I'm just you know I'm scratching my head here for a minute. Didn't that happen? Yeah, that that happened to somebody, and yeah. I'm trying to remember who it was. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was Carson Wentz playing for the Rams now. Played all right, by the way, yesterday. Yeah. Just saying, Rams in the playoffs too. By the way, didn't Jalen Hurts go all pouty-faced on the sidelines yesterday? I don't know. I he did. That part. I'm pretty sure you did because you watched He called the, the team out a few weeks ago, too. Oh, I saw that. We all... Publicly. I, I forgot what his I, exact I words remember, were, but it was something like we I all see, are not on the same I seem to remember Carson was, uh, you know, was taking all the blame. Jalen called the team out. That's what you got to do when you're a quarterback sometimes. You got to grow and just call them out when you have to at sometimes. Just like when you don't have a quarterback and the quarterback's doing oh, bad. Oh, so, it's, so he, and the he's, receivers so, get called out? So he's, not, so he's not supposed to accept responsibility. He's supposed to rip the team in public. That's I'm not going to say in public, but sometimes you got to speak up, and that's the problem. Some of these guys stay quiet way too long, and they take all the bullets for themselves, and they get hit. Mm, sometimes okay. you got to hold other people all right, accountable. All right, I'm, all not, right, saying all right, not, so, I'm not saying it's not Jalen. So it's that amazing leadership style. All no, right, whatever. He's not an whatever. Leader. He's not an amazing leader, but look. Our number oh, one. Oh, he is, and I thought that's why they got rid of Carson. Wait, I, when, I didn't say that. Oh, a lot of, oh. Who's they? Oh, Who's they? Oh, you saying they? Who's oh, they? Oh, thank God we're, the music's going to start. <laughs> the music's going to start playing in 15 seconds. But look, man, and our Las number Vegas one. Is lucky it is. Is in the books. We have a lot more to talk about in hour number two. Great you can talk guest. to the music. In hour number bit. one, we had Lindy LaRock. If you guys missed that, yeah, remember thanks, the Lindy. Odyssey app. Go ahead and press the rewind button if you want to listen to any of that. But if you want to watch the actual video of the interview, Go on Straight Bet Sports on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. You can check it out right there. Play the rewind. Watch the rewind. Let your friends know. And remember, follow me on social media, Jose underscore Volonte, and, of course, Mark at the Mark Hoke Show. 
Like, share, comment. We'll go from there. You already know what it is. Jose V, our number one in the book, SportsX Radio. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, PS Power Law Studios. We'll be right back. Welcome back from halftime. It's just after 7 o'clock in the big city. Time to continue America's favorite Las Vegas sports show. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson. <laughs> yeah. What up? Party's going on. Duh. Going to a party. Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson is brought to you by Hannah Shea Boyle and Rappaputi. Trial lawyers that get results. Steiner's Pub, a true Nevada-style pub. Preventative Diagnostic Center. Rob Ritchie, Farmers Insurance. So get ready, because Sports X Radio with Ken Thompson starts now. Now. That's right, hour number one in the books. KT taking the night off. Jose V and Mark Koch in the studio tonight. You are tuning to SportsX Radio live here on 101.5 FM. K-Don and streaming worldwide on that Odyssey app. You miss any part of the show, download the app, press the rewind button, check out the show, let us know what you think. Great guest in hour number one, Lindy Rock, UNLV Lady Rebels head coach, joined us to talk a little bit about the Lady Rebels, what they got going on this season, and what are people missing out on? So if you haven't checked them out yet, Get down to Cox Pavilion. Tickets are cheap. If you have children, you buy a ticket, your kid gets in for free. You can't beat it. Make it a family day. Go have some fun. Watch the basketball. You will not be disappointed. But, Mark, real quick, it just came through the tube. Before we get into some college football and some more NFL talk here, Memphis Grizzlies superstar and leader of the NRA. No, I'm just kidding. Um, John Moran is now having season-ending shoulder surgery and he's out hey ja how's it going bro with them fake gunshots after scoring karma is a you know what karma is a mf for god works in mysterious Whoa, ways and that's what i'm gonna say and, and and the reason i say that i'm not saying that this happened because of that poor guy i hope he gets healthy i hope he gets better i'm not wishing bad upon anyone but it's just funny how things continue to trickle down when you can't stay out of the spotlight for the wrong and the negative things People rip me for saying, what is Ja doing? He was just celebrating. It's a New Orleans celebration. Other people do it too. Uh, Quentin Ewers did it in, in, in the bowl game, and, and no one's saying anything about him. It's a different scenario. All these other people that are celebrating haven't been in trouble for flashing guns on live videos, being suspended for it when you're not supposed to do it. It's your employer that hires you. There are rules and regulations. Business code of conduct. He couldn't follow it. Even after the suspension... He was still an idiot. So hate me, bash me, I don't care. Things happen for a reason. Call me crazy. Karma works in mysterious ways, and karma came back and bit him. I hope he pays attention this time, takes this rehab, clears his mind, gets his shoulder right, but also gets his mind right and realizes when I come back to the court, I for once and for all have to get rid of this persona of who I think I am when I'm not. You're not a thug. You're not a gangster. You never have been. You never will be. Grow up, move on, be the role model that you have to be to all these kids in the NBA. I don't know if you have any thoughts on it, Mark, or if you just want to move on forward from it. Yeah, it's all good. Job, take it easy, brother. Come on, pull it together. <laughs> that's it. You that's let all me I go. Got. You're like that's all you got. You got nothing. No, else to I, I got nothing. He's he's hurt. You know he he did what he did. He's he's a young guy. <sighs> He'll learn. Mark's being nice to the. I'm kid, I'm, I'm being nice to the kid. Why are you being nice to him though? You know, because 
I don't know. Yeah. I I got I got bigger fish to, fish to fry tonight. You got bigger fish like, to fry tonight, like like these huskies. Let's go, Washington down twenty to Can thirteen right now. That's kind of that's kind of bad. Yeah, fry. I don't know if I want to uh, eat. A, I don't want to want to eat any type of wolf or dog. But twenty to thirteen, Michigan up on Washington. Six twenty five to go in the third quarter. Washington with the ball on their own 31-yard line right now. Second and five. Let's see if they can move the ball forward. First down to almost midfield, 45-yard line. First down for Washington there. But, look, we got to talk some NFL. we got a lot going on. NFL playoffs right around the corner, just a few days away. But we got to talk about some firings, who should be fired, who's on the way out, who's not. The biggest name, obviously, is Bill Belichick, right? Is Bill Belichick going to move on? Are they going to move on from him? Does he still want to coach? Where will he go? Ron Rivera, Washington Commanders, from everything that has been read and talked about, he's already parted ways with the team, and he's going to be on his way out because the team doesn't want him there anymore. And I can see it. New ownership. That's called firing. Yeah. New he ownership, new movement. You want to start a new culture and tr- create different things there. Got to go away from the previous regime. I see that. Obviously, Arthur Smith, gone. No surprise there. From the names that we already know about, who else do you think is next possibly on that hot seat, Mark? Oh, boy. Who's on the hot seat? Uh, New Orleans' coach should be on the hot seat. Um, let me let me pull the standings up and see who uh Okay, I got be. one. Chicago Bears. Chicago no. Bears finished off the season hot, right? No, kind of turned it around, figured it out. No, that's, that's a safe spot. You think um, so? Because there was a lot of chatter earlier in the season about that coach being gone. Yeah, Played a lot better. Um, Switched it up for sure, 100%. Moved it on. Let's see. Well, Staley already got fired. He, that, that was a definite. Um, see, I don't know. I think I think with Belichick, I, I honestly, I think Belichick should have the choice. I, you know, the, the guy did so much for the franchise. Oh, my God. Here we go. Oh, I, I, look. I, You're right. He did a lot. He got caught cheating numerous times. Oh, will you guys um, stop? He, he was, couldn't win without Brady, and that was proven. So continue. whatever. I mean, it's it's true. We act Look, like the guy's a godsend. Let's you know take what? Tom Brady away from him. What does he have? You Nothing. know what? My Eagles beat him. So I'm. I'm there you go. You know, be happy about. Too that. bad. Too uh, bad. Just running down the lists. Um, I don't know. I think I think a lot of the guys that needed to get removed got removed here. Yeah, I mean, I think New Orleans is the questionable one at this point. Yeah, I think everybody that needed to get the gets shown the door got shown the door. Just about. I would, I would make a change in New Orleans. That's about it. Dennis Allen, you think he's got to go? Yeah, I think he's got. He's go. only been there what two years though. We're gonna. Get yeah, him out but of there they've already. underachieved in two years. He's still yep. trying to figure out his quarterback situation. What are we talking about? What, what you, happened what last you year? You had Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston last year. And you got Derek Carr and still couldn't do it. So, uh, but you had an actual starting quarterback this year. There was a difference. You're trying to figure it out. Sorry, I don't know. I don't, think, I, don't, I don't. I don't think Da should be out just yet. Here's one question for you though. One of the guys that did get canned, not a not a head coach, but a defensive coordinator in Mike Caldwell. He's been a head coach before in this league. With some of these openings coming up, do you see him possibly? getting an opportunity to get another head coaching job or is he just going to go somewhere else and be a DC somewhere else? Now, you know, you know, the guy who should be getting a head coaching job. And I believe, I believe I did see it. And I had a super busy day today, but Wink Martindale, I believe resigned for in Baltimore. That guy should be getting a head coaching job. I can't, I can't believe he hasn't gotten a head coaching job. He resigned as a Giants defensive coordinator. I'm sorry, but Wink Martindale should have a job. You think he should be a head coach? I think he should be a head coach. After how the Giants looked this year? 
we, hey, give me, I'm give just, me a second. I'm, I'm to, give saying. me a second to look it up. But. I'm, I'm just saying the guy. I mean, you think that's why he left? You think he's he's got an opportunity somewhere? You think that he believes that he should be a head coach in this league somewhere? Is that possibly what it is, or or, or why do you think he decided to dip out? I don't know. Wink was pretty good in Baltimore. I I think he should have a chance because of what he did in Baltimore. Yeah, I think he should have a shot. Do you think he will get a shot? No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. He so, should. So here's another question. Let's go back to the Washington situation with the commanders. Ron Rivera on the way out didn't do much while he was there. No. Another guy that couldn't figure out his quarterback situation. I'm, Not only that, he's a defensive guy. Correct me if I'm wrong. Ron, couldn't figure out the defense. Uh, you know why I'm you know why I'm sad that he's gone? Riverboat Ron. You know why I'm sad he's gone? Because it gave us another bad coach in the NFC East. Oh my god. I was Thrilled to see him there. Of course. That's it was like, you want easy I want, opponents. I wanted Jason Garrett to stay in Dallas forever. You know? It's like, oh, Ron Rivera's there. Great. Just just keep the bad coaches coming in the NFC East. I was thrilled. So my question for you is Eric Bieniemy. He's still there. Offensive coordinator. Does Washington end up being the team that finally pulls the trigger and gives him a starting job? Or I, well, he'll be somewhere else next year. Think I about it. Think ownership, new head coach brings in a new regime. I think new ownership is cl- going to clean house, and they're going to want a totally fresh start in there. So, unfortunately, Mister B enemy is going to be caught in that. And from what everything that I've always read about B enemy is, he just interviews very badly for some reason. That's the problem with him. He, he can't he, interview well. He comes in, and people are just for some reason he turns people off. I don't know what it is, but, but he. He done a he did a great job and he proved it because if you see the struggles that Kansas City has had this year, a lot of people say, "Well, it's Tariq Hill, he's not there anymore." You know, they they've, they've gone down since then. I don't think it's that; it's the play calling. Play calling has changed. When you have a great play oh, caller, right? I mean, let, let's be real. Let's be real. When you have a great play caller, a great play caller figures out what players he has on the field and how he can use them. I don't think Andy Reid has done a great job of that this year, and it's what? proven. It's been proven. What? Andy Reid making play calls. Travis Kelsey went like eight no. straight games, I think, without scoring a touchdown. Like, no, are you kidding me? Oh, Andy yeah. Reid making play calling yeah. errors. You know, only watched that for a decade and a half in Philadelphia. But you know, you miss him. You know, you miss him in Philly. No, I don't miss him at all. But he went somewhere else and won a chip. Not with you guys. That, that, that had to sting a little. You can't lie about that. A little bit. Oh, a little bit. How, how much? We how still much? we still won one. Yeah, you did after his his tenure. So that's good. Yeah, but will you win another one? Is the question because the way that your Eagles are looking oh, right now, Mark? Jimmy Christmas. They are not looking that well. You guys got another loss this past oh. weekend to the Gigantes on the road, twenty-seven to seventeen. Not only was it a a loss, it was a beating. Oh, it was terrible. And, and you can admit to that. It wasn't that good. No, no. horrible. They've been they've been playing miserable football. That team is way too talented to be doing what they're doing. And they had the door open for them by the Cowboys. You know, the, the thing is, as I said, the Cowboys would choke it off. Yeah. And the Cowboys did choke it off a, a couple of times. The The Eagles had the door open to win that division a, uh, two or three times here late in the season. And they just said, you know what? I, yeah, we just want to go to Florida. We want to go to Florida. Let's go to Florida and play a football game. We don't. Who wants to who wants to be playing in Philadelphia this time of year and have home field advantage? Not us. Nope. You guys and got some injury stuff going in there too. Jalen Hurts, his hand, finger. Got got a little wiggly in there at the end of the game. You got to get Marcus Mariota coming in. Didn't look that great either. 
So I don't want to hear one, one more five. word. I swear to God, I hear one more word about Marcus <laughs> Mariota. You guys win one in five, Mark, <sighs> to finish the season. You know this team more than anyone in this studio right now. They're they'll, your team. They'll beat Tampa, and they're going to lose in the next round. Before we get to the playoff point, you said but, it was the 49er game that switched everything for you guys. Well, yeah, they 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 you know, they had their because they were they were I believe they were ten and one going into that game, right? Yes. the The aura of invulnerability got shattered, and then they went to Dallas and played horrible in that game too, and all of a sudden the doors fell off. I attribute that to, I mean, the, 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 you know, and they lost their coordinators. That didn't help. You know, and Nick Sirianni, I think, has brought in the wrong guys. He's going to have to change that coaching staff next year. But, you know, as I was saying earlier, you know, you, you, you threw a guy out a few years ago for not leading this team right. Well, what's Jalen Hurts doing right now? The, it, it, he's got a way better. That is a way, way better roster than Carson Wentz had at the end of his time in Philadelphia. Way better. And this team is just gagging it off. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in that locker room. And AJ Brown, you know, hey, that's nice. You took the team to an escape room to have a good time. <laughs> but I saw that. But you know what? <laughs> it's not helping. You need to get out on the field. You need to start beating the hell out of people with that team that you have. I. There's there's no excuse for it. You better you better find figure it out fast because I'll tell you what are they lose in Tampa. <sighs> Ick. So let's stick to the NFC side of things when it comes to the playoffs. You mentioned it, a team that's in your division, the Dallas Cowboys, finished the season twelve and five. Green Bay Packers. Wait a minute, did you say they finished twelve and five? They sure did. Officially, they finished. 12 Officially, and five. they finished twelve and five. They didn't finish twelve and five. They officially, according to the NFL, finished twelve and five. <laughs> okay, they actually finished eleven and six. Let's not pretend, shall we? Oh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what are you talking about here? I, I agree. They messed up. The Lions clearly won that game, but Dan Campbell's an idiot as well. His first two times didn't work. You should have gone for the extra point, but it is what it is. But look, do Cowboys you, twelve do and five. Do you realize now what that game cost them? Correct. It costs a lot. Detroit should be the number one seed right now. And they have to play a team that we're going to talk about here shortly. But let me get back to the Cowboys-Packers game. Packers 9-8 and eight, finally make the playoffs. No Aaron Rodgers, right? But they turned it around. Had a solid season by Jordan Love. Nothing to be wild about in my opinion, but he did enough to keep this team in playoff contention and keep them relevant. Cowboys coming in as a 7.5-point favorite. Total sitting at 50.5. Highly favored to the over. Majority of the bets and tickets right here are fairly even on both sides with the Packers and the Cowboys. I can see the Cowboys going into this game covering the spread. No problem. I don't think the Packers will give them any type of problems. What do you think? What do you see in this game? I know you're not a Cowboy fan, but take your heart out of it. I can see the Packers giving them some problems. mm, Something in my gut is telling me Dallas is going to win, but I think the Pack's going to keep it close. So you think Packers will cover that point? I think they will. I think they will. I don't know. Something about Dallas just hasn't been playing on all cylinders the last few games. I mean, obviously they took care of Washington, but but Washington is like, you know, a pile of dog poo on the uh, somebody's porch right now. 
you know, just a flaming, flaming pile of dog, dog poop. poop. Is that really what you got? Yeah. A flaming pile of dog yeah, poop. Yeah, you know, you know when you, you, you put the dog poop in, in somebody's in a bag and light on fire in yeah, somebody's porch. I know what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's it's a, the, the the commanders are a, a similar, you know, thing. So that an game, object. <laughs> that game is a as a Sunday night just, game, Sunday just, afternoon I'm, game. Actually, tell me when I'm not telling the truth. I'm, I'm trying to get away from it because you're going to make me go to a bad place that I don't want to go. But, Mark, that game is at 1.30 p.m. It will be on Fox Sunday afternoon, mid-game. There's three games that day. Other two games on the slate that day. Steelers, another winning season for Mike Tomlin, finishing 10-7. <laughs> wow. and seven. Bills, 11-6, and six, winning the division, right? Did I get mm, that right? That is correct. Coming through at the last, what towards the end of the year. What, what a, a roll for them after the way that they were, where they were. They were not looking too good to even make the playoffs at one point. Coming in as a 10-point favorite against the Steelers. Buffalo at home, AFC wildcard playoffs week one. That's a lot of points. Mason Rudolph, I'm not saying I believe in him, but the way that this team has been coached, ever since Mason Rudolph came in and the way he's been playing, the way the team has responded to him, not only on the offensive side of the ball, but the defensive side of the ball has been amazing. But you got the injury to Watt. That's going to be huge for the Steelers on that side of the ball. I think 10 points is way too much. I still see Buffalo winning this game, but I, I I can see the Pittsburgh Steelers covering, man. Total sitting at 35 and a half. Very, very low total for a playoff game. Highly favored to the under. What do you think, Mark? Yeah, I think Buffalo's going to bury him. I, one of the best maneuvers, front office maneuvers, and, well, I guess, you know, I'm sure that uh, the coaching staff had something to do with McDermott, but. You know, when Joe Brady took over as offensive coordinator, they were five and five, and they got rid of Dorsey. Mm-hmm. They they let Josh Allen be Josh Allen again, and while at, at times Josh Allen being Josh Allen is kind of like Brett Favre being Brett Favre, mm-hmm. it works. That team totally changed their attitude on offense. You could see it, and. You know, they, they were unleashed. It was a totally different team after that. And, you know, they're they're back. You know, they, they looked like garbage the first half of this, other than the first couple of games. But for a lot of, you know, from about games you know, four to ten, they looked terrible. Just terrible. And that one move, despite all these injuries, they look pretty darn good right now. And I'll tell you what. Man, I'm I am really drooling over a possible Buffalo Baltimore game. That, so here, that could be fun. Here's Buffalo's last seven games. They beat the Jets thirty two to six, lost to your Eagles on the road, thirty seven to thirty four on the overtime, went on the road and beat the Chiefs twenty to seventeen, beat the Cowboys at home, thirty one to ten, Chargers on the road, twenty four to twenty two, Bills twenty seven to twenty one at home, and then go on the road to end the season and basically snatched the division crown from the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, some of the games in there, Patriots, Chargers, Jets, nothing to be excited about. But when you beat a team like the Cowboys, number one seed, or number one, number two in the in, in the NFC, but number one in their conference, right? You're beating a team in the Dolphins, that conference rival, and you have to go on the road to end the season to beat that team. You beat the Kansas City Chiefs. No matter how bad the Chiefs are having a year, you still went into Kansas City and beat this team. And you beat the Eagles when they were still doing pretty good. No, they lost high. the Eagles. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, you they lost, lost the Eagles. Eagles in overtime. So 
I'm not going to say what you said and say that they're back. No, they're back. I, 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 I've been known to be called uh, a Josh Allen hater, um, someone that knows nothing about football, someone that if I say that Josh Allen isn't that great is considered a moron. But the one thing that I will say, and I want to make it clear, Josh Allen is a good quarterback. Is he an all-time great? No. Not yet. Won't be. And when people try to hide statistics that hurt him and just bring up the statistics that make him look good, I don't want to hear it because you're just creating a narrative that you want to know. Josh Allen, yes, anybody would want him on their team. Not you, apparently. But if it's between him or someone else to win a game or go into a playoffs, I don't want Josh Allen. He's a gunslinger. He goes out there and does things and takes risks to try to be great. He's gotten lucky a lot. And if we're being honest, this season has been a bit different. But since Stephon Diggs came into the league, I'm sorry, came to Buffalo, he got better. So if you're great, you're great with whatever you have around you. You had a guy in Gabe Davis, which is an amazing wide receiver, but yet you couldn't do anything with him all season long when, 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 when you killed it with him and figured out what you had the last couple years. So, again, a great quarterback figures out his weapons, figures out his team, and uses him. He doesn't leave guys out to dry that he knows are talented. Tom Brady didn't do that, and I, I'm not even a Tom Brady fan because I'm a Jets fan, but I respect greatness. Look at the Tom Brady years that he had, aside from the Randy Moss years. The guy had different receivers all the time, and at times receivers that no one even knew and made them great and won and won a lot. So to me, Josh Allen is a good quarterback. Enjoy your participation quarterback. You will never win anything with him, <laughs> and that's just how I feel. I call it how I see it, Mark. When you lead the league and as many interceptions and as touchdowns, what happened to the last guy that did that? You, He's a backup quarterback. You, you. I'm just saying. Wow. You, I'm just you, saying. You lost me again. I speak Davis facts. Is great. I speak facts. You, you, you lost me back at. I'm Davis sorry. I speak sorry. what's out there. Now again, that's my opinion on how I feel about him, but there are some things that are factual out there if you look them up. Everyone can have their opinion on how they feel about certain people. That doesn't mean it's factual. But if I'm throwing out facts, that means part of what I'm saying is factual. God, I hope it ends up Buffalo-Cleveland in the AFC. Buffalo will not do anything in the playoffs. He's going to choke like he Wait, does. Wait, so you're saying so you're it. saying they so you think Pittsburgh's going to beat him? I wouldn't be so, I'm no 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 no. I already said earlier. You said they're I, not no, 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 do no, anything I, in the playoffs. Correct. So that that would mean that they're, they're not going to win a game. That doesn't mean they're not going to win a game. But I guarantee you Pittsburgh will put it on them. I don't think Pittsburgh's just going to lay down and go in there and get smacked. Okay, well, we got to take a break. Why don't we? Let's, <laughs> let's go ahead and take a break. When we get back, we'll continue our NFL wild, playoff. Wild talk game going here. on, by the way, 2013. Yeah. And uh, Washington's things starting to, to kind of even, even out here a little bit. But yeah, man, we'll see what happens. I hope Washington can come back and win this game. Total's definitely going to stay under. I don't think we're going to see an over here. But we got to go ahead and take a quick commercial break. Jose Volonte, producer Mark Hoke, you are tuning in to SportsX Radio live here on 101.5 FM K Don. We'll be right back after the commercial break. Let Mark vibe over there. He said he wanted to hear this song. He had to get jumped up, get hyped up. 
Jose Volante, producer Mark Coke. You're tuned into SportsX Radio live here on 101.5 FM. K Don, KT taking the night off, watching the college football national championship game. Michigan up 20 to 13 in the fourth quarter. A little bit over 13 minutes to go here in the game. We'll see what happens. See if Washington can pull it out, or will we see overtime? A few buddies of mine Ooh. just texted me. They're like, "This game has overtime written all over it." I'm not opposed to that. That'll give me a little bit of time to watch some more of this game towards the end. But look, before we continue to go, man, I got to let you guys know about Preventive Diagnostic Center. Your health <clears throat> and the health of those loved ones has never been more important. It's on our minds. So get peace of mind when you visit Preventive Diagnostic Center. They have the only scanner of its kind in the region that gives early detection before signs and symptoms of more than two dozen ailments like heart and lung disease. Call, prevention di- call Preventive Diagnostic Center now to schedule your free educational consultation at 702-534-7900 and tell them Ken Thompson and SportsX Radio sent you. Ken did his scan, and he's glad that he did. He got his information on his heart and overall health that he never would have known. The comfortable scan only took him a few minutes. He got detailed report from a board-certified radiologist. And another great, if you have a spouse or a significant other, they are free. Go as a couple, take one that you love, get answers before there are signs or symptoms. You'll both get a heart CT scan with calcium score for only $125. That's a $600 value per person. You only pay $125. Early detection is key. Get peace of mind when you take care of your health. Call Preventive Diagnostic Center now, 702-534-7900, pdcenterlv.com. Once again, 702-534-7900. Let them know Ken Thompson and Sports X Radio sent you. But we've got a lot more to talk about here on the NFL slate. You were talking about Buffalo earlier. We're talking about the Bills and Josh Allen and how uh, great of a quarterback he is. But the one game that I want to talk about, whoa, for real, for real. Here. Sorry, I just, I just saw three Washington fans that were showing some stuff. Blonde there. and. But Mark. I just fell in love. You have my, to. My, I may have to go to the preventative diagnostic center after that. Get your my, my, my heart's all pumping after that. Man, oh I wish God. I had a DVR in the studio. Look, I'm going to say one thing real quick. I think the Rams Lions game, with all, has to be the most interesting game of this weekend coming up. You have Jared Goff finally proving people wrong. This trade was good. I can't turn things around here. Dan Campbell went from a hoo-hoo, hoorah, big muscle guy to showing people, hey, I can coach an NFL team. I can turn things around here in Detroit. And he has. The Rams, 10-7. and Crazy year. I didn't think we were going to see anything from the Rams. Rookie Puka Nakua breaking records, having an amazing season, over 100 yards receiving, over 1,000 reception yards. Insane. Matthew Stafford figuring it out once again, staying healthy as much as he can. Kieran Williams with that running game has just been lights out. I think this is going to be the best game of the weekend. Detroit coming in as a minus three and a half point favorite. I think that line sits exactly where it should be. This will be, I think, a field goal game. I don't see any defense playing in this game, though. I can definitely see a high scoring event. You have Matthew Stafford going back to Detroit, to Detroit where he played most of his career, where he helped create a Hall of Famer in Calvin Johnson, and then goes to the Rams and wins the Super Bowl and now has an opportunity to go back on the road and play his previous team in a playoff game. Mark, do you agree with me? Do you think that this will be the most exciting game of the weekend? Eh. What? No. 
Why not? Which will be the most exciting game in your eyes? I think the most fun game is going to be the Cleveland-Houston game. Okay, I can see that fun, yeah. Joe Flacco, C.J. Stroud, rookie there. Do, do you know what my heart is hoping for? I hope the Cleveland Browns win the I, Super Bowl. I, I, don't, I don't want Matthew Stafford to get hurt. I don't. Oh, don't start with but that word. But don't, don't wish. Don't wish. Bad I just. I, I just. You want to see Carson? I just want Carson to take the Rams to the Super Bowl and win it. Why? To prove just people because. wrong that he should have stayed in Philly. Yeah. No, but seriously, no. That's going to be a fun game, and but I I think Detroit's got too much. But but I I compliment the Rams. I mean they you know this is a team that you know should have been two years away, and boy, what great drafting they did. I mean, they should have never been anywhere near the playoffs. And, you know, kudos to them, man. I mean, you know, Sean McVay did a great job getting this team where he did. And, uh, you know, and it's a shame what these two teams had to meet up. I mean, it's going to be a fun little story. But you kind of wish they could, you know, play later. You know, because I like them both. They're going to be, but I, but I, I think Detroit's going to get this. And I guarantee you they've got a chip on their shoulder right now. Especially knowing that had they not gotten screwed a couple weeks ago, they would be the number one seed. Talking about chips on shoulders, your Philadelphia Eagles are going on the road to play out of all things a Monday night football game on the play. <laughs> We're going to be here on yeah. SportsX Radio. Talking about it, definitely. So here's my question to you, Mark. Yeah. Talk about chips on shoulders. I'm just trying to talk about the situation here. Baker Mayfield, right? A lot of people have written him off. I'm not saying they're in the playoffs because of him. You were one of the people that written them off. No. I, oh no, I'm sorry, because you're pointing at yourself. I didn't know if that's what you're mm-hmm. not me. Thing. I didn't. Re- I didn't write him off. I thought what I saw from him from the Rams was good enough for him to still get an opportunity somewhere else, right? And he got it in Tampa. Now I'm not going to say that they won because of him. I'm not going to say they're there because of him. It's a huge part because of him, but it's not all him. But what I mean by having a chip on your shoulder, if he's got anything or has ever had anything to prove that. He is still a guy in this league that can win with a team and win big. Why not do it and prove it on Monday Night Football, right? I mean, again, we're not used to Monday Night Football games in the playoffs, but you have it. Nationally televised game, playoff game against a Philadelphia Eagles team that even though they're they're, they're backwards right now, 1-5 in, in their last six, they're still a dangerous team coming into this playoffs. Is there a bit of a chip on his shoulder, do you think, going into this game? The question is, is he healthy enough? I mean, he's all beat up. He's always like that, though, even well, when he was in Cleveland. Well, that's because nobody – he's got nobody to block for him. He, has, he he ran into the same situation here in Tampa. No O-line. No running game. The fact that – oh, nice catch there. Washington's on a drive now down the 35-yard line. Um, but, it, you know, it, it was the same situation that happened to him in Cleveland that you know, ended up getting him out of town. You know, the, the poor guy just – Gets nobody to block for him, and he gets beat up and beat up and beat up. That guy, I swear to God, if he ever got behind a good offensive line, he could win somebody a Super Bowl. You know, he when he came in the league, he was cocky and arrogant, and you know he he got him close one year, and you know then the injuries and the year that they ran him out of town, he was playing with a busted up shoulder and ribs. It was a mess. And he still kept going out there. And and I have so much respect for that dude. He's not gonna they're not gonna beat the Eagles. No matter how bad they're playing right now, they they're gonna be very fortunate to put 
10 points up against Philly. And it's not because of how Philadelphia's playing. It's just they just don't have any firepower. How about a friendly wager here live on the air? Okay. What's your favorite takeout? What's my favorite takeout? Yeah, fast food, just fast food, please. Uh, I gotta watch it, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll do. Hey, we got panda down the street. Eh, I don't really. Uh, I do panda. That's fine. Okay. All right, so let's bet a panda, just a panda meal. You know, right. a little meal with a drink. I, I I got Tampa Bay. We're not gonna do you no. You got points. Tampa winning? Yeah, we're not gonna do no points. Wow. Let's just go straight up. I think Tampa will All win right. this game. I just think that the Eagles are in a very bad place right now, Mark. They are in a bad place. They're still the Eagles. I get that. But I just think that they're not going to be ready going into this game. I I think Tampa Bay being at home is the big, big factor here. I think if this was on the road in Philly, no way. Give me Philly all day, even with what's going on. But I think the fact that Tampa's at home, call me crazy. I know it's just a home game, but it's a home playoff game on Monday night. And you have a guy like Baker Mayfield. But the thing is, his health, like you said, is going to be big and it's going to be key but also his decision-making. Don't try to do too much because it's such a big game. Don't try to prove that you're someone that you're not just yet is all I'm saying. So if he can control the ball, not make any mistakes, no turnovers, play clean football, I can definitely see them beating the Philadelphia Eagles on Monday night. Yep. Oh, by the way, that pass must have got called back. So we are... Uh, fourth and six, fourth and nine, nine fifty. Oh, they were on the other side of the field. I apologize. So Washington is punting right now. Boy, Michigan needs their big boys need to step up right here, put together one drive and get a at least get a field goal out of this, and this game's probably over. You think it's probably over? Field goal finish it. Yeah, Michigan gets a field goal, it's gonna be tough for Washington to come down. Two score game at that point. Unless you unless you pull a Washington like they did against Texas. Yeah, that was a tough one. They they basically almost gave that game to Texas towards the end, man. That was crazy. But that injury when that clock stopped. And gave the, Texas a free they shouldn't even They Ooh. shouldn't even have a, that. That was such a terrible sequence. Washington got cocky in that at the 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 last that four, whole fourth quarter. They were just doing things to leave time on the clock. It was ridiculous. But anyway, it is what it is. Who man. else we got? Oh, we got the we got the freezy bowl. The freezy bowl. The freezy bowl. That Miami went from hosted a playoff game and. Down there in Fort Lauderdale to uh, heading to Kansas City, where it's supposed to be minus two. So then, let me ask you this: Have fun with that. Who, who who's in, who's in a worse spot right now, though? If we're being honest, is it the Dolphins or the Chiefs? I mean, look at how bad the Chiefs played down the stretch, and look how bad and maybe somewhat good the Dolphins played in a way. I mean, they gave it up there. They should have won that game at home. They could have beat Buffalo, and they should have beat Buffalo, and they didn't. They let it get away from them. I I kind of like Miami in this game, even though it's going to be chilly. Miami can still run the football, so I'm I, I'm I'm going to take Miami in this game. High scoring game, low scoring. No, game? it's going to be a low scoring game. Things going to be cold. No, it, it's going to be super cold. It's kind of it's kind of Dakota cold in there from what it's sounding like. So. So Have here's, fun. Here's my prediction. By the way, congratulations, South Dakota State. By the way, yeah, South Dakota State winning it again. Isn't that your alma mater? No. Would you like South that's Dakota? That's the State? anti. That's my anti mater. That's your anti mater. Yeah. Oh, North Dakota. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Look behind you there, buddy. Yeah, I see it hanging right here. Next year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Next year. Well, haven't you? Have, hasn't South Dakota State won the championship like two, three years in a row? Last two. Last two, right? And their coach retired last year too. Yeah. And they have another coach this year that basically took over. Yeah, we got a new we got a we got a new coach. Matt Ince went to uh, USC as their linebackers coach. Out of all places, man, they need help on the defensive side. But yes. Jose V.
producer Mark Hope. You're tuning to SportsX Radio Live here on 101.5 FM. We're sitting in for KT tonight. Watching the College Football National Championship, Michigan up 20-13 to 13 with a little bit over nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Washington just punted. We'll see if they can turn it around, get the ball back, win this game, or even take it into overtime. Or is Michigan going to finish it off and close it out? And we'll see the last of Jim Harbaugh in Michigan Blue. We shall see. we got to take a quick commercial break, though. But when we come back, we'll finish it off with some more NFL and any news and notes from the world of sports. Jose Volonte, Mark Hope, we'll be right back. We are back rolling on here on a Monday night. Jose Volonte, producer Mark Hoke. You are tuning to SportsX Radio live here on 101.5 FM. K-Don, remember if you miss any part of the show, download the Odyssey app, press that rewind button. We could go right on back and join the show, listen to any part of the show that you missed. And, of course, if you want to watch the video of the show and today's interview with Lindy LaRock, check it out on Straight Bet Sports on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And, again, don't forget to follow me and Mark on social medias, Jose underscore Volonte and at Mark Hoke Show. Remember, the Mark Hoke Show, the best in pro sports wrestling every single Sunday morning, 8 to 10 a.m. here on 101.5 FM K-Don. And, of course, all social media. Just look up the Mark Hoke Show. You can catch me and Mark. I'm not the main guy. It's Mark. I just said me because I'm here right now. But Mark is the guy that gets the ball rolling, gets everything going, and has been doing it for a very long time. So if you've missed out, please check it out because – when it comes to wrestling, whether you're old or new, there's a lot going on right now. Oh my you God. and I talked about it yesterday morning with the guest on the show, The Rock coming back, CM Punk coming back, all of the ruckus and all of the noise that's happening there. But yet, you got superstars that are already there, Mark. We talked about it, right? Some superstars aren't happy. Oh, they're okay. It's it's not you're, all just show. Some of it's show and some of them are real. You know, you're, you know, you're just trying to start trouble. Over I'm Delonte. just saying. But I want to tell everybody that this weekend there is an unbelievable opportunity. If you haven't gone to see any wrestling for a while, um, TNA, which they had been TNA and then they switched to Impact for a while, they're rebranding back as TNA starting this weekend here in Las Vegas at the Palms. And I am telling you, some of the best wrestlers on the planet are going to be there this weekend. You know, not only do you have the superstars of TNA, like, you know, Josh Alexander, you know, in Vegas, his own Chris Bay and, uh, you know, Ace Austin defending their tag titles, uh, Alex Shelley, you know, the moon city machine guns and those guys, but Kazuchika Okada, who's been ranked as one of the top five wrestlers in the world, along with Will Ospreay, who's also been in that group. Uh, he's going to be in AEW soon are all going to be here this weekend down to Palms. for There's a pay-per-view, the TNA Hard to Kill, on Saturday, and then the TV tapings, uh, TNA Snake Eyes, on Sunday. I'm telling you guys, if, if you haven't gotten to go see pro wrestling for a while, and you're like, eh, I don't know, but maybe I should check it out, go. Get your tickets now. I know there's still a few available. I'm telling you guys, if you haven't seen pro wrestling for, for a little bit, this is your chance to do it at a at a good price, and you're going to have a blast. Plus, it's down at the Palms, man. Palms is nice. Intimate setting, you're going to love it. So please, I'm telling you, get your tickets now, and when you get down there, go up to everybody and say, hey, Mark Hoke sent me, and I promise you, you have a blast. I'm going to be down there. I don't know if Jose's coming or not, but 
I'm gonna try to make it. I'm gonna try to another, make it, Mark. And and another team that's gonna be partying besides the guys from TNA, it appears, is the Michigan Wolverines. As Blake Corum has just crossed the end into the end zone a little while ago. Yeah, twenty-seven thirteen, and it's not over. All right, guys, but it's, it's got the stench of over. I, I got I got to make I got to admit something. I got to make a confession here. I got to give a shout out to my guys real quick. Zay, Ozzy, Knopf, Plug, freaking all you guys, what? Pedro, everyone. You guys were talking about Michigan, Michigan this, Michigan that. My, Mark, <sighs> I just bit the bullet. What? I bit the bullet. I just took Michigan in game minus 13 and a half at minus 105. They're up 14. So you're thinking a sc- you need a it. score. No, I don't need a score. Oh, you don't need it. That's right. I took Michigan minus 13 and a half. But right now it's first and 10 at Michigan's 27-yard line for Washington. So if, if uh, Not a score comes across, you're going to cry. Oh, definitely. And the worst part oh, is there, that oh, what did I tell you your feet, before your... we came back from commercial break? I'm, I'm waiting. If, if, if Michigan scores, I'm going to take Washington because it's going to be a higher point spread, right? I'm sitting there with the 13 and a half at plus 110. And I decided to take Michigan. It's not over, though, because they can score, and then Michigan come right back down and score right away quick. So anything's possible, Mark. Anything's possible right now. It is is true. But here's, you know, and I'm not right all the time on this show. Oh, we know that. Not even close. (laughs) None of us are, Mark. But, you know, I said going into this game that the difference was going to be the Haas is up front and the rushing differential in this game. Michigan's a little over 300, and Washington's rushed for about 40 yards in this game. Not a good look. They buried them, man. You called they it. buried them up front. Well, hey, Washington, welcome to the Big Ten. It's a different dance, boys. You and USC and Oregon and UCLA, it's a different brand of football. You better get the beefies. You better you, get the beefies? When you start getting on the recruiting trail this year. You're going to need it. Michael Penix, Jr., 24 of 40, 244 yards, a touchdown and a pick. J.J. McCarthy, 10 of 18, 140, no interceptions, no touchdowns. Clean slate for him, though, but then your guy, Blake Corum, 18 carries, 125 yards, one touchdown. But check this out. The guy right behind him, Donovan Edwards, six carries, 104 yards, two touchdowns. Insane what that backfield has done today. And if you even look at all the other guys, McCarthy, 31 yards, Mulligans, 21 yards. Orgy, 15 yards. Not that much at the end, but still, when you have that much production, it's just been tough for Washington to do anything up front with this offensive scheme that Michigan has brought in here. So it's looking like it's going to be Michigan because at this rate, Washington needs a touchdown. They're not going to go for a field goal, Mark. So my bet actually isn't looking that bad right now. It's third no, down. They hold. Yeah, third and 13, ball on Michigan 30. We shall see what happens, but... What do you think? What's going to happen? Does it end this way, Mark, 27 to 13? Or do we see one more score from either side? Well, if Michigan gets the ball back, they're just going to run it out. So, yeah. But but now do you now do people understand when when everybody made fun of Penn State that Michigan just ran the ball out on the second half and didn't throw the ball? Do you now understand why they did that in that game? Do you see now why they did that? Because they couldn't throw the ball on them. Penn State had their had their passing shut down. They just said, you know, we're gonna we're gonna shove it down your throat. This is you know this is what Michigan has been doing the last couple of years, and you know that's what you know just what they do. They're they're 
They're they they got back to old school Michigan football, and JJ McCarthy is good enough. I don't do I think he's going to be an NFL superstar? No, but you know, no, but he's good. He was good enough to get the job done. But yeah, this is uh, you know, and Big Ten finally gets the championship, and well earned. And you know, look, well, and and you know, Washington. Hey, kudos to them. I mean, this program's on the way up. There's no oh, yeah, question 100%. about it. No question about it. And you know, in this crazy, uncertain world of college football, uh, you know, they'll they'll be competitive when they get to the Big Ten. But you know, they're I don't I don't know what the schedule's looking like for them next year. But they'll be they'll be fun. And I'm going to call it now. I think the MVP of this college football championship has to be Blake Corum. The 71 yard drive that they just had capped off his 27th touchdown. Of the season, I think a school record. It might be Edwards. School Edwards, Edwards had those two long runs. I might, I might, I might go with Edwards. We'll see. We'll see. I just think that it's going to be hard for any type of voters to go against Blake. You know what I mean? Being in this yeah. game, this type of situation, yeah. I get it. You got to look at them all. But here we go, Mark. Fourth and thirteen. Now we got we got about a minute minute ish to go here. So I'm going to call it. It's going to be a turnover on downs. Michigan's going to take over, and it's going to be ball game. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I I had high hopes for Washington. I thought they would get it done. Here we go. Final play. Uh, and you're you are a winner, sir. Not yet. The game's not over. Well, gotta gotta have. Them oh hold wait, on. flaggies. There's no. laundry on the field. No, it's a turnover on downs. That's delayed. I'm your sure. your feet is ahead of mine. In, in no, I actually stuff. have the app up, the sports app, the sports book app. Oh no, it is Washington's ball. Oh my God, they just adjusted it. But anyways. It's been a fun show tonight. We've been talking more about this damn game than we've talked about anything else. But it's, it was it's, it was going to be hard not to talk about it, yeah, right, Mark, with it being absolutely. in the studio and being on right there. And it's fourth down once again, it looks like. Oh, offsetting penalties. Oh, everybody's cheating on Off that Offsetting penalties. So here we go. Fourth down once again for the Washington oh. Huskies. Oh, so that, that, that was flagrant cheating right there. Yep, that face Michigan. mask was a flagrant cheat. 4.53 to go. But, Mark, anything else you want to let the people know before we get out of here tonight? No, but uh, make sure you check out the Mark Hoke Show. We're, we've got Joel Pearl coming in from Fightful.com. He's going to be in studio as he's coming down from Toronto for Hard to Kill. We're going to hear from Tommy Dreamer, the ECW original who's with uh, with TNA, and all sorts of great stuff. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow here on SportsX Radio. Can we be back? Greatly appreciate our guest, Lindy LaRock, for joining us tonight here on the show on SportsX Radio, UNLV Lady Rebels head coach. Thank you guys so much for everything. For Ken Thompson, Mark Hoke, greatly appreciate you guys joining tonight. SportsX Radio coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. We will see you tomorrow night. Ken Thompson will be in studio. I'll probably be back next Monday to give Mark another hard time. But, again, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Be safe out there. Kiss your loved ones. Make a phone call. Don't forget, people love you. Till then, we're out. Peace.